BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and I'm here to boost your mood. Well, I hopefully do that every week, but I want to make it very clear. That's what I'm here to do, and I intend on fully executing and boosting your mood. I know. What can I say? I'm feeling confident in it. I really am. I'm feeling mood boosted myself, and I feel like I want to boost yours. So let's just, why don't you just buckle your seatbelt, take a deep breath, and allow me to boost your Like every week, we always want to showcase, no matter what, no one is perfect, we are all human beings, and we all have so many different moods, and we can acknowledge them, and we can look at them, and we can be okay. So let's dive into best mood and worst mood of the week. This week was an exciting one, because when I sat down to think of my best and worst mood, I actually had trouble finding a worst mood. I mean, I wish I could insert a round of applause because obviously my mood has not been super high for quite a little while now. I think it's totally, totally understandable and expected given everything that's going on in our worlds right now. You know what? Sometimes when you can't find a worse mood, it's just good to accept it and be like, I don't have to dig that deep. I don't have to like make something out of nothing. I'm just going to accept that my mood wasn't as bad and that's okay. So that was really exciting, just on a general note. So my best mood was, as you can tell, probably just feeling myself again. And I'm someone who is very situational to a fault. It is a little bit of a problem. I wish I was more adaptable. I wish I was more of a free spirit, but I'm a creature of habit. I'm a creature of comfort. And unfortunately, if my situation is not my usual or not particularly comfortable, I tend to not feel myself or have the energy and willingness to be my best self. It's not the best, like I said, but... I know my kind of like line. I know when it's kind of time to like pick up the pieces, get get the show on the road. And sometimes I can't do it, obviously. And sometimes I can't change my situation. But luckily for me the past week, as sad as sad as it was, my family leaving last week, which was such a hard week. I mean, I struggled with it throughout the whole week. Just, I mean, I don't, I didn't even want to make it my worst mood just because it was, it's so obvious and it's honestly fine. Um, but yeah, like I just kind of, you know, finally was able to just pick up the pieces and do the physical things of cleaning up the house and getting everything back in order. And I had things on the calendar that I had to do. And so it was just nice for the past few days, just having a clean home, 
kind of reimmersing myself in my normal life or this new normal of my life and just feeling a little bit like myself again. And it feels really good. My worst mood, when I was thinking of it, I, I really, I didn't want to write it down because I was like, this sounds so like weird. And at first I wrote down like media circus and then I was like, talk the toxic side of the media. And I was like, that sounds like so like, I hate like that terminology. It just sounds so like, I don't know, like, like I'm, I'm in the media. Like what? Like how can I, how can I be my worst mood? So then I erased it because I really just couldn't, it, it didn't sit right with me. I like literally erased it even after moving on to mood boosters. And I just wrote the times, man, the times. And you know, it's everything big and small to like, obviously the racial injustice in our country and the pandemic that we are all experiencing. Like, yeah, those are huge things that really just kill the mood. They're just really, they make me really upset. I I become very just worked up about those things. Then it's also just like, this constant like day in and day out of kind of like getting on your phone and just seeing all these people just like canceled left and right and this and that and even if it's not necessarily like the cancelization of someone it's just like something dramatic or drama or masks no masks and California is almost probably gonna go back on lockdown because we're a hot spot for the coronavirus now and it's just like oh my god it's like going on your phone is just scary and I know we kind of felt that early on in the pandemic but I think it's just gotten heightened and heightened and heightened every single week to now where like I'm at this point where like I feel guilty just like kind of reading things and looking into things I have like this like weird superstition of like karma if I look at too many negative things happening like maybe something in my life is gonna happen that's negative and like that is just like my anxiety brain talking that I kind of like use a label as superstition. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but that's just kind of like how I feel sometimes. But at the same time, like when things are salacious and drama filled and you're like, oh, this person did this and this person's not wearing a mask and look at this viral thing. You're just you you want to you want to look. It's like a car crash. You can't look away and you're just like, what happened? Oh my god, like what are the details? And I'm a know-it-all, so I just obviously want to know all of the details cuz I'm psycho. So yeah, it's just like I think my worst mood was just like that kind of just every day of like just drama. Just like drama, drama, drama. Not that I'm involved in any of it, but more so just like that that seems to be the only available option of things to consume. And so it's just kind of like a weird feeling and it's not like the biggest mood booster. And like that's obviously on the small scale. On the big scale, it's like there is all this real like shit happening in the world that is just actually very sad and scary. And so the world is nowhere near back to normal or it's never going to be normal again. We need to create a new normal and that is going to take like a lot of time and a lot of hard work. And so it's just a lot. And I know I'm preaching to the choir because I'm sure you guys all feel it as well, whether it was your worst mood or not. If it's just something maybe you also think about, feel about, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's a weird time. And so I think, you know, finding those little wins and those little best moods, obviously alongside with our mood boosters that help us keep it boosting just in case maybe the moods aren't a toostin. That, that was a, that was a stretch. That was a stretch. I'll give you that. Overall, great week excited to be feeling myself again which in turns allows me to give more of myself to you 
Mood Boosters today is brought to you by Stamps.com. For all of our sakes, we need to avoid crowds in any way that we can right now. But what if you need to get to the post office? What if you need postage to send out letters and packages? Don't worry, you guys. Stamps.com is here to help. I need to ship stuff back to my family. I'm always going to the post office because I'm a businesswoman special on your little lunch menu you're looking at right now. I see you. So that's why I use stamps.com because with them, you can print postage on demand and skip those lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you actually save money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office, which I think is another incredible perk because not only am I lazy, I love saving that money. As if that wasn't enough, you guys, stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. It's literally all of the services of the U.S. Postal Service right at your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else you're hunkering down right now. If you're a small business, you need to get on this for more than a million reasons. Or if you're just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, you just leave it at your mail carrier or schedule a free pickup or you can drop it off in a mailbox. No human contact required. It's literally that simple. And like I said, with Stamps.com, you get the great discounts to $0.05 off every first class stamp and up to 62% off shipping rates. Stamps.com is seriously a no-brainer, especially right now. Obviously, they're saving you time and money and keeping you safe. Right now, my listeners are getting a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in mood. That's stamps.com, enter mood. Stay safe, you guys, and get on this good offer because whoo doggy, that's a good one. Do you know when I was younger, I actually, before I had multiple ENT surgeries, I had nodes. I know I talk about my nodes all the time. What can I say? But um, people used to only comment on my YouTube videos that I sounded like Hannah Montana because I really did sound so much like Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana with the, my raspier voice, even raspier than the one I have now. And I'm not going to lie. I, I take it as a very high compliment. So that's kind of me fishing for one if anyone's coming to the realization that maybe, oh my God, oh my God, she does sound like Hannah Montana. That's so crazy. I never noticed it. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, jumping into mood boosters. It's not called toot your own horn section, Lauren. My first mood booster. Oh my God, I cannot recommend this enough. Right when I started watching, I was like, this is my mood booster next week. A hundred percent. Hashtag black AF on Netflix. I've been wanting to watch it for a while now, but I feel like, like I said, I'm situational, I'm insane, and my family's been in town, and I just kind of like wanted to watch it by myself, like have a show, watch it on my TV. Finally, my family's gone, I have my TV to myself, I have my me time, and oh my God, I literally need 25 more seasons of this show. So it's basically Kenya Barris, who is the writer of like Blackish, Mixedish, Grownish, all that stuff, and he is absolutely hysterical, and it's like a fake reality TV show, so they like set it up so it kind of makes 
sense. And I can't describe to you guys how funny I think this show is, but it's also so important, like just with learning black history as well. It's stuff that obviously everybody should know. And if you already know it, it's not like the only thing that the show is about. It's literally a comedy that I just think his character is absolutely so funny. They have like six kids. It's this big black family that's absolutely just has all these personalities and just it's hysterical. I just I can't recommend it enough. I was laughing by myself for quite some time. I also got really into TV this week and I say that as if like TV hasn't been around all of quarantine but more so just like actually having time by myself and wanting to just kind of like chill out especially when I was like feeling a little bit more sad when my family was leaving. It was like a nice little like mood booster to just get like addicted to something. So I watched so many like weird so many weird things you guys. You have no idea. I went down like two different cult rabbit holes. I watched Waco. I watched Wild Wild Country and then I ended up watching the OJ Simpson versus the people true detective true crime what is it what is it I know I know it's like I'm like so late to the party totally not a mood booster but just also really interesting but TV as a whole was a mood booster and stuff like that is like addictive for me I know that like everyone knows about OJ Simpson but it happened when I was like born and I just like never really got into crime and just all that stuff and I just never really looked into it I know I'm late I know I don't know anything but obviously I watched it and I purposely like didn't google anything like I kind of like knew what happened but I wanted like all the details see I told you guys I like details like it's just such it's a curse it really is a curse so yeah I spent a lot of time watching TV a little too much time watching TV. I'm not going to lie, but that's okay. We don't shame here. We don't shame. We don't. My next mood booster is obviously cleaning. I know I mentioned it in my best mood and someone said in my YouTube video, they said something. I was kind of talking about getting back on track and, you know, now that my family's not quarantining with me anymore and kind of like getting back to somewhat of a normalcy. And I mentioned how my mental health had been suffering and they said, do you think that maybe your mental health would be better if you didn't care so much about like cleaning and organizing and skincare and beauty and fashion? And I was just like, what? Okay, first of all, just because I have issues doesn't mean I can't like fashion and beauty. You know what I mean? I need mood boosters too. I've loved fashion since the day I was born, baby. It wasn't necessarily that it was a nasty comment. It was more so like, first of all, I want to make one thing clear. is like, just because I have issues doesn't mean I can't have mood boosters that seem to be on the surface level. And second of all, I want to make sure that people don't get the wrong impression of, I clearly don't share everything with my mental health because I'm not going to go down into my childhood trauma with you guys every week. But also, obviously, I'm very aware that like the surface level things aren't what's going to fix you on the inside. But there are a lot of things that we do in our day-to-day life that make us feel better and that can be a mood booster. And if that's cleaning for you, then that's okay. And that's a good thing. That means you should clean because you clearly feel better when things are clean. Doesn't mean you have to get obsessive about it, but... It's just like a nice, healthy habit. That was just a little side note about that. And I felt like maybe I should make it clear on this podcast as well that I'm like very aware that mood boosters are supposed to be fun and light and just little things we can all relate to no matter what we're dealing with in life. Hopefully we can find some common mood boosters here. So cleaning for me was the biggest mood booster because it was just, it's it's kind of like turning over a new page. It's like starting on a blank slate. It's just, I really... I don't feel good when my surroundings and everything aren't in order. I make sure it doesn't get on like the unhealthy side of things. Like for instance, I didn't even focus on cleaning till Sunday. I gave myself the whole week to kind of just like figure my shit out. But once I was able to just clean and I started straightening up, I started organizing a little bit. I started cleaning out things closet by closet, room by room. I have a lot more work to do, but like, oh my God, 
mood boosting goals. I've been sitting downstairs on my couch. I haven't spent time on my couch when it hasn't been a mess and with my family, which was lovely and fantastic, but I haven't had that me time in a while. So like just seeing my house the way I like to see it and being able to relax and get some me time in a clean space, it was such a mood booster. And then my last mood booster is something completely unexpected and groundbreaking. Okay, are you ready for it? Don't expect it often, but I'm going to hit you with it. It literally was work. I swear to God, I think the reason it was a mood booster is because I had been struggling for quite a while now with just being uninspired. Obviously, I don't have it all figured out yet. I know I'm going to have bad days, but I'm getting this little like kick mood booster out of working. I think right now, especially in these times, it's a blessing to have work. And I just kind of knew that I had all this work that I had to get done. I knew that my family was leaving. Instead of making work a chore, I actually allowed it to be a mood booster where I would just kind of like go into it with a healthy mindset and with a goal in mind and know that there's no point in half-assing it and just really wanting to make myself proud and It was honestly a mood booster and it felt nice to have purpose. It felt nice to have something to do. It felt nice to do something to the best of my ability. And it was, it was really nice and it's leaving room for inspiration and to be able to do more and figure out more and be excited about work and not scared, terrified and all that stuff about work, which obviously is always up and down. But that's enough about mood boosters. Aren't you glad I didn't have any skincare mood boosters this week? Don't worry. I mean, I do. But I just purposely didn't include them because I know it can get repetitive. What can I say? I'm obsessed. It's 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 an issue, but it's fine. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to talk to you guys about beach body. I know I talked a lot about getting back on track, wanting to kind of go back to normalcy, feel myself again. And one of the last things that I still need to get to is working out. I swear the past two days I've said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I promise tomorrow I'm going to do it. I've just had way too much work. No more excuses. It's time. So many people have joined Beachbody On Demand to stay fit during COVID-19 and they weren't disappointed. Beachbody On Demand gives you instant access to over 1300 workouts you can stream anytime so you can maintain a consistent routine at home on your own schedule. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. They have these new programs that I've talked to you guys about called the Morning Meltdown 100, 80 Day Obsession, and you can really just start every day strong. I told you guys how I really loved the yoga and the dance workouts, so I'm so excited to get back into those because it's exactly what I need right now. And since work is something that I'm focusing on more right now, they also have workouts as short as 10 minutes and that don't require extra equipment, so I know I can squeeze those in and start to kind of build that schedule for myself. You can literally access anywhere, anytime on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and so much more. It is literally the best deal in fitness because listeners of Mood can try it absolutely free. I'm so excited to start my day with some yoga and feel stronger and more accomplished before I even have coffee. I challenge you guys to feel healthy, get a little routine in your life too. It's so important to not only make time for yourself, but take care of yourself too. So, to get a special free trial membership, just text MOOD to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutrition information, and support absolutely free. Just text MOOD to 303030. 30 30. 
This week's topic was really inspired by kind of that realization you guys heard me have last week. I guess I started thinking about how I really had this unhealthy association with the word balance. Because sometimes when you hear the word or the context that it's used in, it sounds unattainable and it just sounds maybe like a load of garbage. Are they, do they really have a balanced life? It comes off as like, let's say perfect. Like you have a perfect 50-50 split. So I'm not really sure like how I started hating the word balance so much. I'm sure you guys know better than me because you probably have listened to me say why I hate it. But the more I started thinking about it as like life slowed down, I started realizing how important balance is. It's not saying that we need a 50-50 split. It's not saying it's not saying that we need to perfectly balance our entire lives. And the more I started thinking about balance and the more I started thinking of just about my life, honestly, I started realizing that maybe balance was the best word to use. So I decided to say, you know what, let's allow it. Like let's allow the word balance. Let's try to figure out how we feel comfortable using it, how it serves us, and how we can have our version of balance. One of the things I came across before this episode, it said like a definition of like a well-balanced individual is like fun, loving, and at peace. And I was just like, that is just so toxic. Like that's exactly why we don't want to use the word balance because no one is just fun loving. Like you're not fun loving all the time. Like you're just not or else you have a problem because humans have emotion. It is human to feel things. You have to feel sad and you have to feel happy. Like you have to feel all of the things. And so I think when we're allowing it, I think we have to remember that balance is not a final goal. It's an ongoing process similar to the saying progress, not perfection. So it's not like, okay, my goal is balance. You have to know that you just want some balance in your life and you want to feel some balance in your life. And I think you have to really define balance for yourself. And since we're not having an open dialogue, I'm going to try to define it for the both of us. I think it's creating time for both the things you want to do and you have to do. And I think that's why maybe somehow balance got in this loop of the words I resent because I am very, very openly passionate about the glamorization of overexhaustion, about the glamorization of over hustling and overworking and all of that stuff that like has been kind of just thrown at us far too much for far too long. And when you really break it down to just creating time for the things you want to do and have to do, you realize, wait, isn't that just life? But it also begs the question of then why do majority of people not feel like they have any balance? And I think it's because we maybe say yes to too many things we actually don't want to do. We think we need things that we don't actually need. We don't prioritize the right things, maybe the right people. We allow things we shouldn't allow and I think that we are truly in control of the balance in our lives because it really just comes down to you know what makes you feel good at the end of let's say a week not even a day because once again you're not going to do the same thing every day your priorities aren't going to always be the same on any given day every any given moment obviously not any given week but still it's like at the end of a week did you at least do a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of this balancing is really being able to look at your life and not just say oh all I do is work. Similarly to looking at your life and saying, oh, all I do is sleep or all I do is drink. Well, all I do is I hang out with my friends and I play Xbox. Like whatever it is, it's too much of something is always bad, no matter what it is. And that definitely doesn't mean a little bit of it is bad. It just means too much of anything is bad because it's too much. I think obviously we've been talking a lot about, okay, this time has made me realize a lot that maybe has shifted our priorities. And I think with that comes this term 
obviously balance because just because we've realized that there are more meaningful things in our life, there's so much more to be grateful for, at some point things are going to pick back up and the world's going to keep moving forward. And so we have to be able to bring both into it, like I've said. And that is really where balance comes in because I want to be able to bring both of those things to the table. I want to be able to like get back to work and make myself proud, but I don't want to feel bad for watching TV or wanting to lay out in the sun still. Like that was so lovely and that was so nice. And so how do I kind of like merge the two? I know I can't perfectly do both every day. Like some days I have a lot of shit I have to do, but there's also things I want to do. So how can I make sure I make time for those things in a week as well? And I think that's kind of where the boundaries come in. That's kind of where the priorities come in. And it really just depends on every single person. And I think you really can't compare your balance to someone else's because we all have different priorities. And I think that's maybe where it gets a little sticky is you see how someone balances their life and you're like, oh, that's a really great example of balance. Now I'm going to mimic it. And everyone's different because we all have different needs. We all have different wants. We're all doing a different balancing act every day. I think a good place to start too is realizing the categories and the things. Obviously, it's the things we want to do, the things we have to do. That's very, very broad. That could range from big things, little things, hobbies, non-hobbies, whatever. And there's obviously different like categories, right? And there's work, there's health, there's social, there's learning, there's spiritual. And well, health, yeah, I go to the doctor sometimes. Social, of course, like I want to, I want to see my friends learning I mean I guess maybe I'm learning more now because we're all stuck in the house and then spiritual well maybe that is tough for you or maybe that's easy for you I mean it's different for everyone but I think for spiritual at least it kind of relates to the emotional and it relates to the soul and to the the nurture and whatever higher power you believe in if you do believe in any and it's more just kind of your practice of connection and connection of the mind, body, and soul. And I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but it's, you know, it's important to feel, dare I say, balanced. You know, some people love meditation and they're not spiritual at all, but that's kind of connecting with yourself on a spiritual level because you're really just being with yourself in the moment. And I think when you really look at each of these categories, I think it can also seem like a lot when you hear these categories. You're like, wait, health, social learning, and spiritual, I have to balance all of that? And I think you just naturally balance a lot more than you realize. And I think maybe we just don't prioritize accordingly. I think for me personally, obviously I prioritized work way too much and I was way too hard on myself. I had very unhealthy mechanisms of which I got things done and of which I rationalized things. I genuinely for years thought if I wasn't stressing, then things weren't going to get done. Stress became the actual tool of how I got things done. And that's just not healthy. You can get things done without having to overstress and having to make yourself stressed. Obviously, you're going to get stressed, but you don't have to make yourself stressed. Do I make a schedule that works for me? on a weekly basis do I split up different days do I take time breaks throughout the day you don't have to get all like military with yourself and like you know set yourself up on a clock if you don't work that way some people really do some people love time blocking and batching or whatever I don't I don't work like that like at all just drawing the line at numbers in general not happening for me I'm a visual I'm a visual person. If you tell me what date or time something is due, I'm like, put it on my Google calendar so I can see it in pink and then I'll probably remember it. So once again, everyone's balance is different. But what I know now is that I don't have to use those unhealthy ways of getting things done. I am allowed to take breaks. It doesn't make me less successful. It doesn't make me less of a person. It doesn't mean I'm going to be an epic failure. I'm allowed to take time for myself. I'm allowed to take breaks. 
In the social sphere, some people are too social, some people aren't enough social. For me, the balancing act is, okay, how do I balance me time and social time? Because I get, I get something out of both. And it's just about keeping those boundaries. That's, you know, that's a category for me. I feel like I kind of figured it out on my own. I kind of figured it out over time and I'll figure it out moving forward. You have to remember, like, these things are always going to be happening. It's not about figuring out how to balance your life right now for the rest of your life because your life is going to be changed. You're going to have to deal with the unexpected. I think what you have to start with right now is the healthy mindset. The healthy mindset comes first. And that sometimes takes a lot of work before you can even get to balance. You have to examine your mindset. You have to examine what's important and then you can allow balance. But at least know that it's allowed and that it's good and that it's okay Balance is this unique, incredible opportunity for you to make the life you are living better and more meaningful and more full. Balance becomes bad when the healthy mindset isn't there. Because if you're not going into wanting to balance your life with a good mindset, it's not going to work because you have this skewed idea of what balance is. Maybe, maybe that's what was wrong with me. I don't know. But seriously, I know it sounds like a lot. I know I can only speak for myself because A, there's literally no one else here. And B, well, mostly because there's no one else here, honestly, actually. I can really only speak for myself. But I think what I've realized is that balance is good. Balance is great, actually. Let's not just allow it. Like, let's embrace it. It's literally a challenge to grow in our lives and in ourselves. And it allows us to actually find out more about ourselves, to learn more about ourselves, to learn more about how we are in this world, how we interact with other people. And I think we've found so much meaning over the past few months. And why leave all of that behind? Why not turn it into a positive? And why not lean into that balance? Why not look at, okay, what do I have to do and what do I want to do? Look at, don't get overwhelmed because you're not, you can't balance it all at once. I talk about making these lists and doing these things all of the time, all the time. But guess what? I have a lot of work to do right now. I've had a lot of work to do right now. I've let myself take these little breaks throughout the day. And I didn't shame myself because I thought, you know what? I'm going to get it done. I always get it done. I will get it done. I'm not going to make it worse in my head. I don't need to stress about it to get it done. I know I mentioned that, but literally this happened last night. I stayed up really late watching TV and I was like, oh my God, Lauren, are you dumb? Like you have so much work to do, but I was on roll. I was feeling mood boosted. I was like, oh my God, I want to keep watching. I want to keep watching. And I thought, you know what? You're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to get a coffee. You're going to be fine. You're not going to die. Okay. You're going to get it done. Like you're not going to end up sleeping till 5 p.m. the next day. Like that's insanity. I was staying up till like one o'clock, okay, two o'clock in the morning watching TV. Fine. Whatever. I was like, at the end of the day, I'm going to get it done. Can I get everything done in a day? No. But when I cleared my day to get things done, staying up a few extra hours is not going to be the thing that makes them not get done. It's going to be me driving myself insane. So I said, okay, I'm not going to drive myself insane. I'm going to allow for a little balance right now. I'm going to allow myself to watch a little bit TV, knowing that that means I can't fucking do anything till I don't get my work done tomorrow. It's just kind of like this like balancing act, you know, and it really is an act because it changes and there's moving parts and there's all these things and there's unexpected things are going to come up where like you thought you had it all figured out and then you don't. Well, guess what? I went to record the podcast. There wasn't batteries in the fucking thing. My brother stole them for his Xbox. Then guess what? I couldn't find my goddamn wallet. So here I am thinking I'm ahead of schedule. I've crushed this video. I edited the shit out of it. I spent so long working on this video. Now I'm running around the house so frustrated, so stressed out. And I took a deep breath and I thought, okay, 
I'm going to figure it out. There's still hours left in the day. I know I'm going to get all this shit done. Here are the solutions that I can do to fix these problems. And I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going to make it worse. And I know that there's things that I want to do right now, but I can't do them because there's things I have to do. I started thinking about the things that I wanted to do. In the moment of frustration and stress, I started doing the whole like pity party. I was like, oh, and now it's just like all I wanted to do is this and all I wanted to do is that. And it's like, Lauren, you can do that tomorrow. You structured your week so that you could have a day off. It's tomorrow. So just cut the shit, find your wallet, go get the batteries and get this shit done. I know there's stuff that you want to do, but there's stuff that you have to do. And you put balance in your life so that you have days off. So you're going to be fine. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's a good point, Lauren. That's a good one. I'll give you that. Okay, fine. I mean, obviously having a podcast where I had to talk about this stuff and being in therapy allows me to, you know, be very self-aware and really have those conversations with myself. But I think it's good to hear these conversations from someone else too, because I think it can make you have these conversations with yourself or maybe have a spark in your mind thinking, oh, I, I felt like that. Or maybe I don't have balance or maybe I'm not afraid of balance either. It's like having these conversations where we give each other tips and tricks and we open up these thought starters that really allow us to not only boost the mood while we're listening to the podcast but also then kind of reflect and notice things within ourselves with whatever we took away whatever whatever resonated with us from the podcast and so that's truly what I hope for you guys because when I thought I just thought why don't I just really dive into why I'm allowing balance and hopefully it inspires you guys to allow balance too because I'm just someone who I think I get really sentimental and for someone who is that way the fact that I went on living life just for work for so long I'm feeling really sentimental of how do I balance this I want to do both I'm not giving up one thing for the other because I don't I know I won't be happy that way I know I can't just throw in the towel and say I don't want to do this anymore and I'll figure it out and I'm going to move back home and da 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 I know that that's not the way that's very black and white thinking it has to be gray it has to be balanced my priorities have shifted my balance looks different than it did four years ago but this is really good because I'm looking at this in a very self-aware way and I'm going into it with a healthy mindset and not having expectations you can't have expectations when you say I'm allowing balance and I'm going to figure out my healthy mindset whatever you're saying to yourself you have to remember that there are no expectations the only expectations is that you're going to make progress and that it's going to be an ongoing process and hopefully over time or even moments or whatever it is you feel better or you have a good day or you realize that oh that that day was better because of that or whatever it is but it's no expectations when you give yourself expectations for a personal goal you're only setting yourself up for failure and you're only kind of self-sabotaging it's kind of that expectations versus reality thing it's like that for a reason that's why the the swipe is so funny because they never are the same so just don't get that I'm not saying don't set goals for yourself and don't push yourself I'm just saying don't give yourself an expectation because then if it turns out differently even if it is good you're still going to shame yourself somehow because it wasn't exactly what you thought it was like and then you have to revisit that and blah 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 just don't give yourself an expectation just allow yourself to consider balance allow yourself to consider a life where you get to do the things you want to do and also do the things you have to do. And maybe those things are now more meaningful. And they're not just surface level. And they're not just things that used to make you happy. But now you have new things you're grateful for. And you have new things you enjoy doing. And you want to continue doing them. And you want to rebalance your life a little bit. Over time with no expectations. Compassionately and patiently. I hope you guys don't mind the little bit of shorter episodes the last couple weeks. I think the industry kind of trying to navigate uh, what exactly is going on at this time and obviously I don't want to leave you guys hanging I want to give you guys mood boosters and all that stuff every single week but as for securing guests and all this stuff 
there's just a lot going on in the world. So thank you for tuning in to just have an open and honest conversation with me every single week. It really means so much to me. I hope that you guys get as much out of this podcast as I do. It's super light. It's super fun. Hopefully has a little bit of meaning here and there for you provoke some thought on your end or just is like a nice comforting thing you listen to while maybe you clean your room you know that's all we can ask for make sure to subscribe give this podcast five star I can't even ask correctly no wonder I don't have five stars please give me five stars on the apple store if you feel so kind follow me on instagram for more at lauren elizabeth at mood with lauren elizabeth on instagram and also lauren elizabeth on youtube so if you want to match my voice to my face that is an option for you or maybe just maybe just keep it the way it is I don't know either way I love you guys all very very much I'm very very grateful for you and this podcast and I will talk to you guys next week in the meantime go boost your mood keep it going that's the mood boosting train are you getting on are you hopping off what are you doing it's your choice all right I'm lazy too don't worry I'm not hopping on peace